Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. We're not just a rugby about super rugby though, are we, Toby? No, it's more like super rugby as in the grand scheme of rugby rather than the competition. As in in rugby super. uh, (laughs) Never do that again. Embarrassing dad. Uh, Before we go on, we've got to do a little plug. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, podcast. Oh, our names are even in there. Yeah, mate. Toby Verse. Toby v, v Damo. Oh, so it's a verse. We're yeah, against each other. Against. Surely we're we're playing with each other. Well, no, because we quiz and <laughs> guess who. And, do you know You always agree with me. Disagree with me even. <laughs> we, uh, we, we cover all those. We don't really cover the French stuff, but we do cover the Six Nations, the Rugby Championship, Super Rugby AU and Super Rugby Aotearoa. Do you notice there's yeah, no there's, Super Rugby Unlocked? Why have you got swearing on there? I haven't. Yeah, Premiership Rugby. You know, we cover a bit of the Premiership yeah, Rugby, but mate. that's a swear word. Yeah. England, England's a swear word. Don't say that. You can't say that on this podcast. Is it like the other word I have said in the last few weeks? <laughs> but anyway, you can get hold of us, look at the description below, and send us an email with your questions. We love to answer your yes, questions. that's right. But without... Any more break? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. Breaking news. I'll go first. So, Will Jordan impresses, but not with his rugby skills. With a cricket yeah, bat. Yeah, with a cricket bat. So, it was sort of like a All Blacks rising star. So, well, he's the rising star, but it was kind of like a, um, a ex-black cap, sort of black cap versus All Blacks. Charity it's, match, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like a charity match. You know, the Black Caps aren't playing, if anyone know. Black Caps are the uh, New Zealand cricket team. Um, so they had like a, a match, and he hit uh, 49 runs off 29 balls. So he went on, and I know some of our viewers won't 
know anything about the game of cricket. But they should. We are here to but, educate you. <laughs> but they should. No, they, they, we're not a cricket podcast. We're a rugby one. Anyway. I, I tell you what, short, I tell you what though. If it gets us more more listeners, we would be... <laughs> long story short, okay, I wanted to ask you a question, Dame, of how many players would have, if they could have, when they were younger, cross codes? So I've got, I've got Izzy Dag, which I know was a, an a age good, group. Very good cricketer, yeah. And I know Jeff Wilson... Well, he did actually play for the Black he? Caps, yeah. So I've got Charlie Nartai down there as well. And at school, I know that he was an age group cricketer. Yes. Not sure if he was New Zealand, but he was very good. And I was just wondering if you knew oh, of Charlie any others. Charlie Nartai, what, what did he do? Was what he a bowler or a batter? He was an all-rounder. He, he was an all-round a, good guy, isn't he? He's just a big guy. He's a big unit, isn't he? Yeah. He would have been steaming in, wouldn't he? Yeah. I, I, I don't know, but I do know... Um, Phil Neville, Phil Neville, the footballer, Man United England player. Oh, yes. He could have played cricket. Really? And Danny Cipriani was awesome at cricket as well. Oh, wow. So there you go. Charlie Nartai, I would not have picked that. What, as a cricket player? Yeah. Oh, mate, he was, he's just an all I tell you who else was a damn good cricket player was Ben Blair. Damn good cricket player. Was he? Yeah, very good. Wow. Yeah, very good. Steamed in, little fella, but he was quick as, and just good, good with, rhythm, good with the bat. Mm. But like me, Danny Morrison, mate. Remember Danny Morrison? Before your time, showing my age there. My first story, loved this one. Sometimes within the England team, we do have that problem of egos and cliques. Or groups of people put on pedestals. So this is a that? shock, horror, Mike Brown. Oh, yeah. So Mike Brown, he's obviously been sort of discarded by Eddie Jones. Probably has realised now that he'll never be back in Eddie Jones's team and he, can finally talk of the truth. He wasn't very good, though, was he? I loved to bag Mike Brown, right? Yeah. A little bit like we like to bag Geordie. Because Do we? aesthetically, aesthetically, they they aren't the nicest to look at when they play rugby, right? No. But I cannot deny Mike Brown broke many a tackle. He just never passed the ball. No, under the arm. But he broke it. He, he, was, quick, he, was, a, he was a hard he was, man to, to be tackle. Fair, he was pretty good under the high ball, wasn't yeah. he? So you know, you've got to give a fair. But anyway. This is all coming when he was interviewed about Sam Burgess's comments. Oh, yeah. About how he felt that there were a number of people who didn't really dig in during that World Cup campaign. It wasn't his fault. No. It was other people's. And actually, Mike Brown has kind of come out and said, I don't really hold anything against him because he's kind of got a point. And he says that it really comes down to when you're going to get paid 30 grand for a game. Yeah. All of a sudden, your your focus of why you're playing rugby can sometimes be skewed. And I actually listened to a really good interview with the uh, the Welsh current female captain, and she said she didn't name names, but she sat down next to a very high profile rugby player for a dinner. Okay, and she was so excited to try and get his ideas, and he just said, "I hate rugby." Wow. I'm literally just and doing she didn't. It. So she didn't name that player. She didn't name that player. 
But I think this happens a lot. Yeah. You know, you got Danny Cipriani who's basically fallen out of love with the game which we're going to go on to more and at least he's sort of open to say that's it I've done it I've done it but there's a lot of players who have had enough don't watch rugby don't really enjoy rugby but they're good at rugby so they get paid yeah. and they just continue to do well, it do to it make the money job. yeah you know we might not like our job that much and it's just I the same. don't know what you're talking about I love my job Topes and I um I do too I love the people I work with that's right but it's the same it's the same with these players. <clears throat> they might not like the people they play with or work with because it's a job. Or, or coached by. And you've just got to get on with it because that's how you earn your crust. I mean, it would be interesting, wouldn't it, to do something you love. I mean, for me, I obviously love teaching. And, but everything, you know, whenever you get paid for it, yeah. whenever it becomes a job, it then must lose a little bit. Of that enjoyment. Maybe because you have to do it. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. I've never really been in that situation. No. Don't well, have to worry mm, about it, mate. No, yeah, okay. Over to your next story. Yes. So uh, the headline was, is it time for Farah Palmer to smash the glass ceiling at New Zealand rugby? So... <clears throat> She uh, is on the, she's a board member, okay, and she's the current chair of New Zealand Māori Rugby. Yeah. Brent Impey is standing down, isn't he? Yes. So they want to fill his position. And she's, well, she's one of the, the front runners for it. So she should be, because when you look at her credentials, you have got to say she's got form. She was a player, obviously. They've Herself, named they've yep. named a cup after her, so she's highly highly regarded in the game. Yeah, and she's got the the goods to do it. She what what she done in her in her business life? She uh, was is pretty impressive. I think she isn't she a doctor? She's a doctor. She's a doctor. Afara Palmer. So. Academically, she's sharp. Um, she's played rugby. She knows knows the game in and out. And do you know what? Let's be honest. Who runs the world, mate? Women. Women run the world. But there whether, was whether or not Donald Trump might run America. Who runs the world? Girl. Who runs? <laughs> who runs? Yeah, but I bet you his wife. Yeah. You know, tells him what to do. Maybe, but you know, there was quite a funny quote here. <clears throat> There is a position at the top of New Zealand rugby that needs to be filled and the appointment could be a history-making for the organisation that has previously been criticised as pale, male and stale. Dale. They're absolutely right. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely right. She'd come, um, she'd come up with fresh ideas um, and it would be a breath of fresh air. Do you think I those think. other pale... Stale males, males. might uh, just be difficult to work with. Yes, very difficult to work. Yes, with. I agree. But if you want to get it sorted, you need a strong woman, mate. You need a strong you need woman. A strong and woman. she she seems like that kind of person at the moment. She certainly does. We're off to the next story. Danny are we Cipriani. Off to the races, are we? Danny Cipriani hits out at how England play rugby. 
Can I just say, round of applause, Danny Cipriani. Yes, Danny, because you play some attractive style of rugby and at the moment England are not. Now, what I would say about this, Toby, is I think rugby with COVID had a great opportunity to reshape the game. But those pale, stale males have really just kept it where it is because you cannot blame Eddie Jones. Steady Eddie. For playing a game, a style of game that wins. That is his job. Well, that's his, yeah. He wants to win the World Cup and he's going about it in a, in a the, great the way. The fans are the ones that have the problem. The fans are, and commercially, it's going to be a tough old game to um, sell if they're going to play like they are. And, you know, he's at Danny Cipriani's absolutely right. He obviously doesn't like Eddie Jones. He's basically saying that um, Eddie Jones can't play an attacking style. I actually disagree with that because you look at Eddie Jones, how England played two years ago. They actually did play quite an attacking style of rugby. Yes. It's only been after the World Cup. I wonder why that is, though. Is it because they didn't win it, so they've got to try something new? or They basically have copied how South Africa played against them in that game. And they've worked out that without the ball, we can apply more pressure, and then they've got the best kicker in the world, arguably the best kicker in the world, who, if he gets a penalty, is going to kick it more often than not. Whereas... If New Zealand or a team that doesn't have as good a kicker as them try to play in the way that they do, they'd probably come up unstuck because they might miss two or three kicks. Yeah, true. And then, you know, they'd end up losing the game by three points. Because yeah. the one thing that England do is they win these games narrowly. Well, they do. You know? I haven't. When was the last time sort of England, well, other than sort of Italy, properly given someone a hiding? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. New Zealand in the World Cup semi. That, that wasn't was a, a hiding though, was it? It felt like a hiding. <laughs> yeah. It really felt like but a hiding. to us, every loss feels like a, a hiding, Yeah, I think. I think we could go into later talk about rugby needs to do something about being more professional. You know, they talk about we're professionals, but they hanker back to this this kind of amateur ethos and it's absolute rubbish. What they now need to do is say, this is a sport that we want people to enjoy watching. And we are going to change the rules to enable that to happen. Because at the moment, and you've got the thing about rugby that everyone forgets, is I do not know a sport that changes its rules more than rugby. So we're not asking them to yeah. do anything they haven't done in the past. I mean, every year they change the rules. Yeah, but the thing is, let's just say New Zealand come up with the idea and they give it to the the world World Rugby Board. Yeah, there's so many men with big egos around that table where they'll go, "Well, New Zealand's come up with this kind of you know this good idea. I'm not going to vote for them." Yeah, and and I is it, absolutely is, agree. Is it sort of like that? You know, my is bigger than yours, kind of thing. Yeah, well, my bank balance is bigger than yours, and well, that's often I know what that. settles the well, argument. Yeah. No, but, I, but yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not. And I'm England, not saying mine is bigger than yours, but it probably is. But I've got 
two oh, kids oh, sorry, and a wife to feed. Your, your bank balance. Yeah, I thought you meant something else, and that was definitely not true. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate, mate, mate. One of the greatest <laughs> Italian rugby players of all time, Leonardo. Can you say his last name? DiCaprio. No. <laughs> <laughs> Someone calls time on his career. Now, this got me thinking. So, obviously, he's a very great player, but that wasn't really what I was getting at. Can I just say, I reckon that your news stories are better than my news stories. No, well, that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, but then I've gone on to sort of write a little bit. Um, who are the best or, no, sorry, who are the greatest players from each country? Can I just say, I have a lot of respect for you for New Zealand. A lot of respect for you for this. Yeah. Can, <laughs> I, can like, I read them out? from the bottom. Can yeah. I read them out? Yeah, of course you can. Uh, this is what Toby's put, right? Toby's put, Richie McCaw, correct. Dan Carter, correct. Jonah Lomu, absolutely. Pine Tree Meads, Colin Meads. So Colin Meads, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Michael Jones, but to finish it all off, Marty Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you'd like the that cult one. hero, the best player to come out of Reefton. <laughs> <laughs> so I've Population sort of population one hundred. <laughs> I've gone for like the main, the main uh, countries, um, and I mean this is just me, and you know I I could be completely wrong. And you might disagree with me, but that's kind of the point of this, and we'd love you to send in your thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, and you can obviously chip in too and tell me if I'm wrong or right. But, you know, we've got Australia, we've got England, France, Argentina, Wales, Ireland, Scotland, and South Africa. I think you, your Australian one is, is really, really good, but there'd be a lot of Aussies out there saying Oh, I agree. Things. So. You've gone for George Gregan. But remember, I, I you're young. You're I'm a young whippersnapper. Yeah, yeah. George Gregan, Michael Hooper, David Pocock, David Campisi, John Eels. Now I've and gone I, for John Eels. He was a good captain, but what stuck in my mind is when he he kicked a penalty to beat the All Blacks, and I was like, "But he's the second row." Yeah. Did you, did you even see him when he jumped up and knocked the ball away from no. going over the conversion as well? He got he got lifted. Did they change the rules about that? They changed the rules. Yeah. See again, why change the rule? Yeah, I it's agree. a smart thing to do. Why change the rule? Anyway, um, I w- I would have said to you Tim Horan. I said Nick Nick Far Jones. See, I don't know these people. Michael Liner, um, the Aller brothers. So there's a lot, but yeah. you're right. I reckon in recent history that is spot on. Yeah, spot on. And you could go maybe like. Um, Adam Ashley Cooper, you know, he was good. He scored a lot of tries, did, played, a yeah. lot of games, played a lot of games, but then is he a great player? No. Maybe, maybe not. Definitely not. You know, Joe Roth, people would say he's right up there, but I disagree. Martin Johnson for England. Yeah. Johnny Wilkinson, Lawrence Delalio, Jason Robinson, Peter Winterbottom. Yes. Who is Peter Winterbottom? Oh. And Owen Farrell. Yeah, that was just a bit of a joke. 
<laughs> when I read that, I was like, he's had too many beverages before he's done this list. So Peter Winterbottom, sorry, yeah. is arguably one of the best loose forwards that England have <laughs> nah, had. you've done this because he's got the best last name. No. no, look him up. You should look him up. Do you reckon his... And I know his brother. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a very, very good player. Very good player. And, you know, again, this is just what I've heard from other people saying that he's one of, arguably one of the best loose forwards. But, you know, you can't really Do you know I'm gonna disagree with those top four. No, I'm going to chuck in there um, Tuolangi. I think Tuolangi's had more of an impact on when he plays, how England play, than, than a lot of others almost. Manu. Almost to the same point as someone like Jason Robinson. Yeah, yeah. When Jason He's Robinson a big used to play, on the field, didn't he? you'd be like, <gasps> when Tuolangi's playing, you're thinking, oh, and he's got better and better. He's like a fine wine. Yeah, he's got better and better. Although he just doesn't bloody play anymore, does he? No. So then we've got France, Thierry Dusatois, Serge Blanco, yeah, uh, Fabian, Fabian. <laughs> <laughs> yep Serge Benson Yeah He's a good player A couple of Serges in there I don't really know too much No that, about, and, and that sort of You know You I'd, could go DuPont Is right up there Like he is awesome Yeah he's No He's not awesome yet. Not yet He not is yet, awesome But I'm, I'm saying These guys could be Yeah but we're talking They we could, could be we, Yeah but we're talking We mean, could be I, in I, the era Of the greatest you know, That France has ever had I, I, I agree. But we don't know yet. Roman Intermac. Oh. Wee wee. I know, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, eh? and then we've gone uh, the Argentines. Yeah, August Creevy. Yeah. Contaponi. Uh, Sanchez. Sanchez. Matera. Yeah, very, very good. Very mate. good. And again, you know, I don't know much about Argentine rugby, and there might be some Argentinians out there that will go, Are you, Toby, are you, you are ridiculous. You're so wrong. Are you Welsh? Because I reckon your Welsh is bang on. Gareth Edwards. Yeah. Alwyn Jones, Sam Warburton, and Shane Williams. That is, I think, spot on, mate. Very good. Ireland, Brian O'Driscoll, Paul O'Connell, Keith Wood, Ronan O'Gara. I wouldn't put Rory Best in there. Would you not? I have to. You'd have to put Johnny Sexton in. Scotland, Stuart Hogg, Gavin Hastings, Chris Patterson. No, nothing about it. Don't know him. Gregor Townsend, Finn Russell. I, apart from Chris Patterson. What about Patterson, Gary Owen? All I know Hoist about... the Gary Owen. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, the That's the only thing I know about him. <laughs> That's why I think he's the greatest. Maybe. Now, what about South Africa? Ooh. Very good, mate. Victor, Brian Habana, Pina, Berger, The Beast. Uh Montgomery. No, I know, but I was just sort of in there because the, I didn't have a back. John Smith, yeah, I get, and Bucky's Botha. You've got to have him, though, don't you? I'm going to chuck in the the scrum half who passed away with motor neurons disease. Oh, God, what was his name? Um, crikey, he was a hiccup, hiccup of a player. Yeah. I'm going to chuck him in there as well. And yeah, I'm sure the, the, the thing about South Africa is they had a lot of players who – would have been world class, but they didn't play world yeah. rugby for a number of years. So, 
you know, a lot, a lot there. And that's a great, great uh, news story, mate. Well done that's on that. That's two in a row, isn't it? Two weeks in a row. Yeah. You've done some. I don't think I'm feeling too well. <laughs> research. Wow. I'm finally rubbing off on you. Super Rugby's. Super Rugby's? Super Rugby Crusaders assistant coach Jason Ryan reveals battle with COVID-19 during stint in France. And I have to say, when I read this, I thought, hmm, yeah, I'm 42. I kind of thought I was going to be okay. And then I read that Jason Ryan, who I think is 36. He's not that no, old, he's 40. The 45, he's 45. Yeah, but that's not that old. He's yeah, 45, old. former front row. But the thing is, is like in this country, we've we've had footballers have it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they have, some of them aren't even recovered yet. No. And, you know, these are some of the fittest athletes in the world. Yes. Yes. I they, mean, play, they play, you know, twice a week and it's still getting to, yeah. people I, don't realise that though. I think that, you know, you've got to be, let's be honest, there are people out there who, who don't really believe in it. And I, I kind of understand that yeah. because most people, when they get it, they're okay. But if you're that unlucky one, by all counts, it sucks. And and, and he really felt, but he got this when he was coaching Fiji, you know, before the Autumn Nations Cup. And he literally gave the doctor some numbers to call. If he passed away. If he passed away. That's how, how much he... He was fearing for his own yeah, but life. If you, if you, and again, you know, this is going off subject a little bit, but if you listen to some interviews that people have done or people have done that have had COVID, they think they're on death's door. Yeah. Only thing I would say about that, right? Only thing I would say about that is... And is, I know it's not everyone. No. But it is a handful of people and he must have been one of them like that. My My wife... Um, my Mrs. Miss, Mrs. Warren, Miss Warren, she's divorced me. I know my wife, she, a couple of years ago had the flu, right? And I kid you not, I was proper worried, proper worried because for a full week, absolutely did not get out of bed yeah. apart from going to the toilet, right? Then for I the, you, I thought you would have just got her a bucket. <laughs> uh, and then for a full week after that. It was like every day a little bit of an improvement. Yeah. Now, I imagine if she was like that and we knew she had COVID, I would be worried about oh, yeah. her living type thing. Yes, Do you know yeah. what I mean? The only reason I wasn't too worried was that obviously we kind of discounted what you know other things that it could be. Yes. And she was okay, luckily. But yeah, it's, it is one of those, isn't it? I think if you're unlucky, it's... Horrific. Bloody awful. Horrific, yeah. And, Even know, if you're young, fit and healthy. And Jason Ryan is a lucky man. He must have been one of those, or that percentage that gets it really badly. Yeah, but but recovers. Yes. Thank God. Yeah. Mate, rugby recent history body bo- uh, bods, bodes well. God, you, God that's are you terrible. feeling okay? <laughs> For departed All Blacks who intend to return ahead of the 2023 Rugby World Cup. We're talking about Bowden Barrett. We're talking about Brody Retallick and TJ Perinara. Mm. And they go through in this article, it's a great article, they go through players who have left and come back and done well or not so well. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing here is Bowden Barrett's going to come back, no problems. Brody Retallick's going to come back, little bit of a problem, I think. Really? A little bit little bit yeah depending on how he plays when he comes back i don't think 
he's like a I definite. Think, no, I agree. I think he'll be put in the mix definitely. Yes. But he might not be Sharp. as good yeah. as the people currently there. You know, you're thinking about Barrett. You're thinking about um, uh, what's his name from the Blues? Patrick Turpilotu. Yeah. Even Sam Whitelock's yeah. doing a great job at the moment. I do think he'll be back in, and I do think he'll work his way back in. Yes. But TJ Perinara, mm. I'm not so sure. I just don't like TJ. No, I, I really like TJ. I think he is a great scrum half, but he's leaving, and I think that they'll naturally be watching the other scrum halves more, and he's second choice, isn't he? So therefore, someone else But he's might, always been second choice. Yeah, but he might now be third choice after this, and that's my point. Yeah, but he should be third choice. You think about Weber. Well, yeah. Have I told you this story about <laughs> the one where you beat him on the beach? I'm just, mate, you don't need to go on about it. You're making me blush. Mate, I'm not the one that goes on about it. <laughs> anyway, they go through. Jerome Kaino returned. Very, very good. Class. Chris Jack, not so lucky. No. Carl Heyman was going to return, the oh, world's best prop. He was but, the man. But he decided not to because I think he had words and they were like, well, maybe, maybe not. Uh, Luke McAllister. Absolute shocker. Left in his prime, came back, was just nowhere near good enough. How big were his quads, though? Oh, massive. He, did you know his sister is fantastic rugby player? Did you know his player? dad was a really good rugby player oh, really? as well? A rugby just, league player, I think, actually. I don't know, but mm. he just actually, a good all-round I think family. he might have been born in England, but he definitely grew up in England. Oh, why you stop swearing so much? Uh, and then Brad Thorne. Oh, wow. What a guy. He came from rugby league, she went did. to rugby, wasn't very good, went, went back, back he? and then came back again. And he was... Unbelievable. Because they wanted to play him at what eight. What a machine. Wanted to play him at eight, and then when he came back, he actually ended up playing it in the second row, and that... It was just the powerhouse, wasn't he? Massive, yeah. Yeah. Mate, is it, have you got another story? No. It's time for the results. What's the big thing you've got on the right-hand side of your screen? What's that all about? Oh, this is uh, this is for this is the Aussie team. Oh, is this is this for our uh, listeners' question? I'm not even sure, mate. I just brought it up there because I thought it was really interesting. I was going to bring it up in listeners' questions. Okay. okay. Results. You hit us off, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do that. Very close game. Bulls versus the Lions. Twenty six twenty one to the Bulls. Can I ask you a question, Topes? Depends what the question's going to be, and I might not answer it truthfully. Does that scoreline look like an entertaining game? Yeah, it does. Looks like an entertaining second half. I can assure you <laughs> that it was not. <laughs> Go the next game. Uh, Western Province, 9, Sharks, 19. Does that look like an entertaining game? It looks like a hard hard one to watch, that one. This- penalties. Just looks like penalties first half, and then maybe a couple tries. It was absolutely dreadful. Was it gash? I would. You can't <laughs> say that. You told me I can't say yeah, that. It's just a great word. Isn't it? It's funny. Sorry, everyone. I'm going to have to put a little beep. Uh, yeah beep in there now. Um, so what? When does everyone say English? All I can say is beep. this is singly the worst game of rugby I have ever seen. Wow. Yeah, it's a big call, bud. What about schoolboy rugby? Nah, mate, this is way worse. <laughs> yeah, sevens. 
No, mate. Way worse. Year three. This is the tag worst. Rugby. Because this is the worst game because they could do so much more. Yeah. But they didn't. Now, it made me think. A few months ago, maybe a year ago, we had one of our listeners and he made a comment and he said, Damien, Toby, South African rugby at schoolboy level is incredibly strong, but something goes wrong at super rugby level. So I went there, I went and thought this. I'm going to go and watch some high school rugby in South Africa. And it is unbelievably good. They run the ball. Yeah. They are inventive. They're big, strong. They've still got all the same things that the internationals have got. But they just play with a different attitude. What is going on? This is absolutely dreadful. Even the South Africans, who let's be honest, with our what we've what we what we've experienced with doing this podcast, are very very supportive of their national side yeah. and their teams, which you would be though, which you should be, right? Are saying on Twitter, "This is a disgrace to rugby," especially that game. Wow, the Sharks have a great backline. Yeah. They just literally shut up shop and just not even bothering. The highlight of the weekend... Was it a big kick? No, it was two chip kind of kicks over where people scored. Oh, that's good. So that was it. There's the highlight. No passing rugby or anything like that. Right, Guinness Pro 14. The Zebras uh, lost to Edinburgh 2016 and Leinster... Looks like a very hard-fought win against Munster, 13-10. Last-minute try. Was it? Yeah. My my mate plays for Leinster. Last-minute try and kick, I believe. Who you scored You look at it? that in the second half, 7-0. Yeah, well, I can see that, yeah. Got my glasses on and everything. <laughs> Good, isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, again, slim pickings on the weekend's rugby, but um, Toby... What caught your eye, mate? So what caught my eye was nothing because I haven't put anything in there. Um, because like you, I nothing caught my eye. Just ru- rubbish rugby. Yeah, I mean, I, I said I felt sorry for the commentators who had to commentate this yeah, game. Yeah, imagine that pulling their hair no out. No crowds and rubbish games. That must have been really tough for the commentators. The Bulls, Lions, no team wanted to scrum. you got two great scrummaging teams. Both of them didn't want to scrum. It was embarrassing. No questions asked of defending teams. It's literally one-out rugby the whole time. Uh, I've mentioned about high school rugby is fantastic. What's going on with pro rugby? And the only thing that caught my eye, that really caught my eye over the weekend, was England and Scotland team selection. We've got a dog woo and Harry Randall, who have been put in the England squad, which I'm going to go into a little bit. Cameron Redpath, who has played for England at under-21s, been in the England Academy, he is playing want, for Scotland. I actually saw a little thing on that. He wanted to play for Scotland. He didn't want to play for England. Yeah, absolutely. So he's obviously gone through the age groups and gone, this setup really isn't for me. Well, his dad played for Scotland. Yes. And he used to go and watch Scotland play. He, he's, he's a Scottish fan. He went to Sidbar, and okay. that's the reason why he's in the England system. Yeah. But it's really refreshing because this is a guy 
who could easily been picked for England this time, or very very shortly will be getting picked for England. Yeah, what position does he play? Inside centre, and he's a heck of a player. Is he? This is this is a really really good news for Scotland because. Scotland are going to have... They haven't had that much in the midfield. Not too much in the midfield, but I think Scotland backline is looking very, very sharp. And who's the other bloke? Uh, A dog woo, who could play for Italy. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's been a winger. This is a really interesting story. Steady Eddie's gone under the... Steady Eddie has blatantly selected both of these guys now so that they can't be selected by Wales. Harry Harry Randall's Welsh. Right. He has a Welsh accent, and Pablo, <laughs> a dog woo, who again would have been snapped up by Doesn't Italy. Doesn't sound like an Englishman. Now I tell you what. How much do you think Pablo, a dog woo, would have been on We're, financially playing for his club? So who he, he was at for? sale. Okay. He then. But fell then, out of sale and went, to, get went to Wasps. But then did he get kicked out because the South African team went to sale? I think so, yeah. <laughs> they replaced him with a South African. Shock horror. So what, how much do you reckon he'd be on at, at, at Wasps? So now he's the England potentially centre. How much do you reckon he'd be on? I don't know. I've never heard of him. Um, but maybe £30,000 a year. He's on £20,000, apparently. Really? He's just got a new deal. He's, on a, of, he's on a heck of a lot more than I <laughs> yeah. am. That one-year contract has just been um, yeah, I can imagine. bumped up. I bet you has gone, fellas. I'm worth more than that. So, um, yeah, that, that caught my eye. Wow. I caught Steady Eddie's kind of trickery. He's, yeah, he's... he's He's a joker, isn't he? You know, you can't, you don't get picked on form no. unless you could play for another country. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you, if you can play for Wales, Scotland, uh, Italy, New Zealand or whatever, we'll give you a game. He is sly. Mate, listen to this question. Should we do the, the first one? This is from Razzler the Dazzler. Razzler Dazzler back, is he? He is back, mate. Girl, with the bang. What a guy. What a guy, eh? Uh, you've mentioned that you both follow NFL. Well, not really. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I follow NFL probably more than Tobes. But anyway, we both like NFL, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who are your teams? Who would you who would you say your team is there, Tobes, if you had a pick well, one? Well, I watched the uh, program All or Nothing. Yeah, loved them. Loved them a loved lot. Loved them. And um, I watched the... Dallas Cowboys one, I was like, oh, brilliant, fantastic. And then I watched the Rams. Love the Rams. And then I watched the Panthers. Oh, I haven't seen the Panthers. Cam Newton. Oh, no, I did see that one. Very good. But I quite like like the Rams. You didn't see the Michigan one. Oh, I've seen the Michigan one. With Wolverines, isn't it? Yes. That's very good as well. Because his brother, who coaches them... Coaches or coach the Ravens? No. Yes. Was it the Ravens? I think so, yeah. Right. Yeah, coaches an NFL team anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like the underdog. So I don't really have a team, but I have to say my team this year has been the Bucks. And I I, I love a good story, <laughs> Razzler Dazzler. 
And I love that, that Tom, Tom Brady, Brady has been biffed off New England Patriots. And now he's in the Super and Bowl final. And now he's in the Super Bowl final with a new team that didn't do anything. And I love the fact that everyone was saying Bill Belichick's this amazing coach. Well, was he an amazing coach? Or was Tom Brady just an awesome quarterback who makes great decisions? Because I don't think he's the best quarterback <laughs> as in for his passing, running, whatever. Well, running, but I just think he's an amazing he's decision maker. 43. He's 43. He's going to be 44 next year. And Gee, after that, he's going to be 45. They're what gonna comes have after to, 45? They're gonna, mate, when he finally is in a wheelchair, he'll they'll, still be playing. They'll have, they'll have strings, eh? <laughs> Pulling all the strings. Wow. But anyway, so I don't really have a team, but I do love the Bucks this year. And, and I, who do I think is going to win? I think that the Kansas City Chiefs will win. Because I hope they don't. Patrick Mahomes is... I don't like Patrick Mahomes. He's class though, mate. Yeah, I know. Didn't they win it last year? Yes, they did. Oh, not back-to-back. I reckon back-to-back, yeah. And then Razzadazza goes on and says, in Super Rugby, which team do we feel, this is Super Rugby, Aotearoa, has added the best player to their roster, uh, and which player has lost, lost a player that's adversely going to impact them? So for me, it could have been the same t- the same person... It could have been Dylan Hunt, who's leaving the Highlanders and going to the Blues. So, oh, the best player. Dylan Hunt's good too. He's <clears throat> is he the number seven? Yeah, very, yeah. very good. But to make it a bit more interesting, I've gone Liam Squire joining yeah. the Highlanders. He's been overseas, hasn't he? Overseas, yeah. And then Dylan Hunt going to the yeah. Blues. So they're you know they're well they're not like for like, but they're both good players going and then one going too. The what, same team. What a good question is, which team has bolstered their squad the best? And for me, it is the Highlanders. Oh, is it? I think so. The Highlanders <laughs> squad has improved from last year. Do you know why I think that is? Because I think the Mitre 10 Cup was fantastic this year. And all teams, barring maybe a couple, were in with a sniff. And I think those players have improved <clears throat> and Super Rugby has gone, right, you, you have improved, well done, we're going we're gonna to take you on. Yeah, and, definitely. And yeah. teams like, well, when I say teams, I mean like the Highlanders, they kind of need to, needed to improve, didn't they? Again, yeah. Yeah. they're not the best team, team sheet-wise, names on that team sheet. But they've got heart and they've got a good team. And when ethos. you think about a guy like Liam Squire coming back into that. Yeah, imagine know. the experience and people around him just go, oh my God. And he wants to play. You know, we're not having a Liam Squire that doesn't want to play anymore. We've got a Liam Squire that's that's fighting to get back into the All Blacks. I hope he's got that mullet. <laughs> I'm sure he does. I hope he's got that he's mullet. He's not a good you, is he? He's not going to cut it off. That's there to stay. It's there to stay, mate. I'm going to give you my question first because I know you like it so much. Before the show, Toby said, I don't like your question. So anyway, I'm going to give it to you. Now that Nigel Owens has hung up his boots, who do you think is the best referee in the world and why? Me. Year 7 rugby because I'm the bomb. I talk the players through it. Even some of the, the parents on the sideline go, Mr. Harris, you're doing such a good job. Do we sponsor the podcast? No. <laughs> we'll make our own way. <laughs> <laughs> Have we done that? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> um, good question. <clears throat> I don't really know any good refs' names. I like um, the South African Piper. Yeah, yeah, Yako Piper. Yeah, he's I agree. good. I agree. He's good. Um, we spoke about this the other day, didn't we? And you sort of said Wayne Barnes, and I was a bit, mm, maybe, maybe not. But the last couple of years, I've warmed to him. I despised him. He wasn't a good referee. No, I, but I, I, I think the last few years, he's matured. He's we had as part of our work Christoph Ridley, who's the youngest Premiership referee of all time, to come on and do like a question and answer, and he was really impressive. Like this guy, I think will be right up there referee. Um, you know, in the next few years, he already is a good referee. Now he's yeah. going to do his first, and he was very adamant that it was Wayne Barnes. Yeah, and you said that he said eight years. He said for the last eight years. What? I'm not sure about that, <clears throat> but I probably think that Wayne Barnes, you know, makes less mistakes now than yeah. other referees. Whereas someone like a Nigel Owens, he did make mistakes. But it was the way that he dealt with those mistakes that I respected. Yeah. But Wayne Barnes, I can't really argue. I think that as a Kiwi, he he was the referee of of Kiwis. Yeah. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven World Cup. France versus New Zealand. The Ford pass that was given, he didn't pick up. Things like that, and and I suppose people hold that against him. Yeah, which is in a way is silly because there's a touch. There's two touchies, and then there's a fellow upstairs. And also, the one thing that people won't realise, and I didn't realise until I uh, listened to an interview with him, he'd only had like, yeah. I think, five, five international matches refereeing before he refereed that game. So he's a Ridiculous. very inexperienced referee yeah. refereeing a World Cup quarterfinal. A big World Cup quarterfinal. Arguably, we've seen a lot worse things go past without being noticed, so... Yeah. I yeah. think he did a pretty decent job. Did he? Oh, I pushed the wrong button. Oh, no. Okay, I've got it. Don't stress, everyone. I know you were stressing. So my question, and I know that my question you love already because you were like, oh, Toby, that is a fantastic question. And then you spieled on You talked at me for about 10 minutes. So... Uh, my question to you, Damo. <laughs> Do you think Super Rugby Aotearoa should have a draft system like US sports do? I absolutely think it should have a draft so system. So to people that don't necessarily know what draft system is, it's a bit like what what happens is the school or college kids in America will come together in a combine so like a is it a week or is it a day what is it oh i think it's um let's say a I week think it's a, f- a few days is, Let, let's is say it's year. a week and they come to one place and they do skills they have interviews they do all the bells and whistles that potentially a pro might do and then scouts relay this back to the team and then they go from there, and the best player is at one, and then the worst player isn't anywhere. 
Yeah, you have different and rounds and was, things is it like the, that. The, the club that gets last place in the competition has first pick. Has first pick, so it's reversed, isn't it? Yes. And what it means is over the years, teams that have struggled have got yeah. better and better and better players. Yes. You know, as the years have gone on. I think the Browns were a team that traditionally have struggled in the past, but now they're actually pretty good because they've had, you know, 10 years of, of, yeah. of picks and those players are now strengthening their squad. I absolutely think yeah. that it should happen. And I'm going to go further to say, I think Super Rugby, Aotearoa and AU, I reckon they should get their heads together and they should say, we are going to be the place that's going to be all about the product. We are going to do things that are going to keep people interested, Yeah, not just in New Zealand and Australia, but overseas where, you know, just imagine if they did a combine. Just imagine if you if you tuned in. I would watch the combine. I'd watch the combine. Yeah. But, but I also know maybe someone like um, NFL fan might watch the combine because they can relate yeah. to it. Yes, yeah. They can relate to it. All these things that bring in interest, build up the season, people saying, oh, wow, the Blues got him. I would have had him. Yeah. He looked awesome. All of those things are really important. But there's also things like a trade, eh? So let's say um, the Blues have a, a first round pick, you know, quite high up. But then they could go, oh, well, I'll do a swap with the Highlanders. So then the Highlanders get the top pick, but then the Blues get a good player as well. Yeah. So there's all there's all that sort of th- thing that you would keep an eye out for and it would keep you The The only question I would have is I wouldn't do it at 18. No. I'd push it to 21. Okay. I reckon we should have like a the, – the system should be that they can't play for, at Super Rugby until they're no, 21. No, but you could have a, a Kobe Bryant completely misses college – basketball and is and goes from high school into the NBA. Yeah, I, I but so I So you could do You could do that, but I, I, I think that that should be parked because I, I genuinely I think, think the body hasn't developed enough Yeah and and also especially I, I nowadays I don't really like saying if you don't make it at the age of eighteen then that pathway's gone. No, I agree. So you know if you give kids an yes. opportunity to Go to university, play two years of rugby, make the New Zealand 20s or that level, then you're going to be far more likely to pick up yeah. a lot more players. I mean, you can, you, you've heard stories of players who have never played rugby till they left school and they've gone on to be all black. So yeah. you want to make sure that that goal post is pushed a little bit because at the moment they're literally coming out of school and into Super Rugby teams. And I'm not... I think they should go and play club rugby. Yeah. They should go and play... Bit of experience. You know... For, age group. Yeah. They should go play for Poverty Bay. Whoa. They should go play for Mid Canterbury. You know, rather than going straight into Super Rugby. Well, playing for Poverty Bay is pretty much playing for the Blues, mate. Just say, mate. Talk, talk. Yeah, that's it. That's Pretty it. much. Poverty Bay is pretty much playing for the Blues. So it's... Someone says it's better. No, no but one I just think, <laughs> And I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. They've got to go from being amateur, all about, you know, honesty and tradition and all of those things. And they say, you know what? It's time to be professional. Let's look at all the professional sports. 
let's cherry pick the things that make them the most interesting things, like a draft system, yeah, like in basketball, the three fouls and you're out. Yeah. What negative? Okay, we talk about I like rules. That. I like that rule now. We talk about rules that would not impact the international game. Captain's challenge. Yes. Three strikes, you're out. That would actually make us a better team because players would be not wanting to get penalised. And secondly, the game would flow a lot more with the captain's challenge. But I think the captain's challenge, you're putting you're putting it back on that player. Absolutely. You know, but one of the hard things, I think, for a viewer and like a player would be, you know, when there's a massive pile of people and you say, oh, I've put it down. I've put it down. I know I've put it down. But then you can't prove it sometimes, can you? You know, there's a leg in the way or something like that. So, but I guess you've just got to adapt to that. You've got to, you've got to take that on the chin and go, well, there isn't a camera on the ball. Yeah. And that, that, that one's got to be, I reckon they should always go in favor of of the attacking team. Yeah. The benefit of the doubt goes to the attacking team. Yeah, absolutely. All right, mate, we're off to um, another one of our great supporters, which is David Sally. Yeah. And David Sally says this. You've talked a couple of times about your enjoyment of rugby teens. Having played it here in the USA, I found it a variation which is preferable to sevens. Who would you select in your New Zealand teens team? He has mentioned that we can't just put all backs in. Okay. So... This is what I think. You tell me whether I'm right or wrong, mate. I'm going to go Patrick Turpilotu, prop. Dane Coles, hooker. Scott Barrett, prop. Clark and Goodhue in the second row. Yeah. And then I'm going to go Aaron Smith, Richie Mwanga, Rico, Bowden Barrett and Mac. I think Patrick Turpilotu is too big to be a sevens player. I think no, he's a tens, too, tens player. So, oh, sorry, tens. Sorry, okay, okay. Okay, I got you. <laughs> the backs look absolute fire. They do. you got some pace there, eh? you got, got some, some pace, step. And you got some playmakers. Man, you got some pace there, don't you? Oh, so much. <laughs> <laughs> but then your forwards are pacey too. Mate, those guys. Goals is like a bat. Those guys. Clark and Goodhue are back. Those guys are showing more toe than, than a, a Roman, Roman sandal. sandal. Ugh. I hate it, but goddamn, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I like that team. So Who else could a, you put in there? Oh, Lamarpe. Oh. The wrecking ball. Get Ben Lamb back. Oh. No, I don't know. Yeah, big, 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 big Lamb instead he came of Goodhue. from you. sevens. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Yeah. Artie Sevilla. Why have you left him out? Like, just because I forgot. <laughs> He's got to be back <laughs> in there, doesn't he? He's got to be in for Scott Barrett. What am I doing? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You could take him out for Paddy. Patty to to a below too. You could. you could. I don't think his beautiful face would suit the front row, but uh, there you go. Gosh. And our last one, I thought this is a really good question. This comes for Eric, and we said we'd mention this question uh, last week's podcast, but we didn't have time. Oh, yes. He, and he says this. I'm going to say this because, okay. you know, we've got to give ourselves a pat on the back. <laughs> uh, thanks for putting on the best rugby pod on the internet. 
I thoroughly enjoyed last week's episode on rugby conspiracies. Yeah, I used to say that was one of my favourites. In the spirit of Nigel Owens retiring, my question is, which match would you have liked to have refereed and why? Oh. And then he goes and say, Damien, why do you wear headphones during the pods? Does Toby give you that much of a headache? I think you need, I think you need um, uh, like sunglasses because my face is fire. No, 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 it's not no. what I was going to, but thank no, right. you. <laughs> thank you very much. Um, no, the reason why I wear headphones is because I'm quality control. I listen to the quality of the audio. You look like I, an absolute... And I keep telling Toby, talk into the microphone. Not all the time. No, only three times an episode. <laughs> okay, so do you know? Do you want to, do you want to know my one? Oh yes, please. Would be the um, the match between New Zealand and Australia. I think it was two thousand, where it was a record um, crowd number. Yeah, yeah. And New Zealand went 24-0 up after yeah. about three minutes. And Aussies come back. And then Aussies came back, but it was and an exciting Jonas finish. scored in the yeah. last second. I would have loved to have been in the middle of the park. I'm going to debunk that. Oh. I agree with you. That would be a great game. Yeah. But I'm going to go for one of these two. Uh, but, okay, so I'm going to give yeah. you both. Okay, okay. I've already chosen my one. Okay, I'll get you. The first one is the Rugby Bill Cup final 2015, when Bodie Barrett mm. scores, and that was kind of comfortable. So, like, I'd be in there and I'd be like, "Oh, we've won the World Cup." And yeah, but you're but, uh, no, but you've got to referee it, man. Yeah, you're I'm refereeing re- it. I'm refereeing it. But it doesn't I still matter enjoy if it's it. comfortable. Yeah, for no, us, you're refereeing. Like, yeah, I'm refereeing my own country, mate. Of course, I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm going along, but that's not the game that I would do. The game that I would do was the 1995 World Cup final. Nah, boring. Where we lost. Boring game. But I tell you what, if I refereed, we wouldn't have lost. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, Francois, Try I think uh, there's some something sniffy going on here, mate. The Those Kiwis, they look like they've had a curry or two or... An off curry. <laughs> I'd be like, nah, extra time. There's still time, Andrew. Or New Zealand are leading, I'd be blowing my whistle. Yeah, that's right. That's the game I'd do, mate. No, dumb, dumb. Right. I actually agree with you. I think that would have been an awesome game. Yeah, you didn't I, think I, of I think that, it is you? the best game ever. They say it's the best, best game, game ever. ever. Yeah. But refereeing Each a rugby own, World Cup man. final. That's sort of the pinnacle, pinnacle, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mate, it is time to finish off the show Yeah. Heck. with Guess Who. Can you guess who? Do you have a clue? So. We are going to do a guess who, but we're going to do it a little bit differently. I'm going to give you someone to guess. Yes. You're going to give me someone to guess. We're going to do two each. Yes. I think you should go first. Oh, I haven't done that much research. So, <clears throat> my player for you, he was born in 1985. He was born in 1985? Yes. Okay. Um, He was a professional rugby league player, but also tried his hand uh, at rugby union in super rugby. What year? Uh, Give me some time here. He played for them 2014. So he made his professional... 
Rugby League career debut 2003 for the Western Tigers? I think this is Sonny Bill. Carry on. Okay. He played uh, Super Rugby for the Blues. Yeah. He scored one try. Oh, hang on, hang on. Because he did play Super Rugby for the... He has played Super Rugby for the Chiefs as well. So it might not be Sonny Bill. He's played six games for the Blues. Yeah. And scored one try. Okay. Oh, fullback. I couldn't tell you his... Oh, I might be able to tell you his position. Um... He played, no, doesn't say. Okay, go on. Doesn't say. Um, well, what else do you want to know? So he's, he's, he's... So he played for Western Tigers. Yeah. He then came over and played for the Blues. Oh, yeah. And then he went back. Yes, so... Um, and played for St. Um, George. Starts with B. Little Warwick. Starts with B, doesn't it? It um, does start with yeah. B. Oh, I know exactly who it is. He was like a playmaker. Um, also played for New Zealand. Yeah, playmaker. Played at ten. Played at fullback for the Blues. Mm-hmm. We all thought he was going to be absolutely fire, and he ended up being not so good. Very, very average. And I just can't remember his last uh, name. Starts with M. M. Yep. I have absolutely M and you're, M. Um, you're pointing yeah. and I'm like, nah, uh, no idea. Marshall? Uh, um, uh, Benji Marshall. Yes, Benji well Marshall, yeah. Well done. Oh, you, you, I, I didn't didn't get it until I think the Western Tigers and okay. then you said he went back. Okay, got one for you. Okay, I'm ready. This person was born in September the 24th, 1991. Okay. He was born in England. Okay. His height, six foot and two inches. Okay. His uncle is Sean O'Loughlin from Wigan Rugby League. Not a clue. Don't know who that is. The the clue there is Wigan. Okay. Rugby League. Okay. His first professional... Club in 2009, he went on loan to this club. Okay, was Bedford, but he was put on loan in 2009. So he he's been with this other club 2008 okay. to current Saracens. Right, Ben Bedford. Don't worry about Bedford. Okay. Worry about Saracens. Okay. Yeah. He has played four games for the British and Irish Lions. He, he's he been a year's 2013 and 2017. So he's been on both tours. 2013, 2017. Okay. And he's played... How many matches, sorry? Two matches for the Lions. Four. Four, sorry. Four okay. appearances for, yeah. the, for the Lions. 31 points. For the Lions? Yes. Okay. I've got one more clue left. Okay. 2012 to current 
England, 88 appearances. Is he the current captain? I'm not going to tell you that. Oh. Who do you think it is? Well, I think it's Owen Farrell. You are correct. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. I thought it was Owen Farrell a while ago. I should have oh, said something. Oh, you should have said yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Go on. My next one. Oh, your next one. Okay. Uh, he was born 24th of February, 1981. Okay, so he's about... In about, South Africa. He's about my age. Um, he made his professional rugby career with the Western Province Ooh. in I 2001. This could be Percy Montgomery. It's not. Okay. <laughs> he then also played for the Stormers 2005 to 2009. Oh, okay. Stormers, Western Province. Yeah. I'm now thinking someone a little bit younger than me, Berger. No. Ooh. He played with Berger, though. Um, In uh, 1999, he made South African schools. In 2000, he made South African under-19. And 2001... He made South Africa under 21. He has also been in the South African Sevens setup. He then went on to make the South African national team in 2002 to 2015, playing 109 test matches and scoring 135 points. Okay. I'm I'm guessing it's Brian Habana. He would have scored more points, surely. I think he's played more as well. So he must be a back. Yes. I, I'm, played, I'm thinking like Blonde here was the captain. Um, I can't remember his name. Yeah, oh, yeah he was the captain centre. Yes, it's exactly who he is. Yeah. What's his name? De Villiers. Yeah. John de Villiers. John de Villiers, yeah. Good, good player. player. Very good player. Really good player. Yeah. Right, mate, uh, I didn't really get that. No. So, this is for you to win. Well, you haven't really got both of mine. I got Benji Marshall. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, it starts with B. It with B. <laughs> All right, mate, here we go. He's born 23rd of September 1992, so he's currently 28 years of age. He's my age. He's what, six foot tall. And when was he born, sorry? Uh, 1992. Yeah, what what day and what month? 23rd of September. Oh, uh, he's not. He's older than me. Okay. <laughs> he's uh, six foot tall. Okay. This player, and this is what's going to be the biggest, like, the clue for you. In 2000, uh, so his amateur amateur clubs that he played for was Stirling County, Fulkirk, R... And Lincoln University in New Zealand. Oh, damn it. I know. <laughs> so he's Scottish. He is Scottish. He's yeah. Scottish. Lincoln University in New Zealand. Do you want to oh. know his senior professional club? Yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. Glasgow Warriors. Yeah. I don't know yet. I'm not going to give you his current club because that would be an absolute giveaway. Would it? 
Yes. Is it an English club? No. He's played for Scotland under 20s in 2012. Scotland, 2014 to current. Okay. British. Oh, Finn Russell. Yes. Yeah. Well done, mate. Yeah. Excellent work. Excellent <laughs> work. I give and that to you. Is he currently playing for Russing? Russing 92, mm. yeah. Russing 92. Good mate, well I, done. I quite enjoyed that. What were, we, what were you saying before we started tonight's podcast, Toast? I can't remember. What did you I say? You come in, you sit down. I go, oh, how are you doing? You went, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always tired. Mate, you were born ju- tired, I've been you? on bloody duty all the time, man. Just dealing with the young whippersnappers. Over it, bud. Over it. Right. It's been, it's been good. <laughs> I've enjoyed that. So I always enjoy it, spending yeah. time with you. It's always enjoyable. Yeah. I don't care what everyone else says. Oh, they say a lot, eh? <laughs> God, that Toby's a bloody nice guy. He's good, eh? Um, again, thank you very much for listening. Uh, make sure you give us a five-star review. Share, like, subscribe. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. I've got I'm a great. little bit of good news for you, Tobes. Okay, what's this? When po- you type in Rugby Podcast onto Where? Apple Podcasts, oh, yeah? we're on the first page. Oh, we on the first page first now? First page, mate. How many are on a page, though? 50? <laughs> I reckon a good 10. 10 are on a page. And we're about position 8. Oh, I mean, it's better than a kick in the pants. So there you go. We're climbing up those, but we've, we couldn't do any of it without your help, and we need no, that's right. more and more help. Yes, please. All the help that you can give us is greatly appreciated. And the other bit of good news is you won today, and you won last week. Apparently... You put forward a better argument about whether the British Lions should play at home or not. I'm surprised. I am too. Because it was about <laughs> it was about a minute long. <laughs> Even after I it's said, you make sure you vote me. for me. Because <laughs> I do agree with you. There's no way yeah. they should play in England. Yeah. No. No. No way they should play in England. And I, I'm sure they don't want to. Sure, they don't want to. Are anyway, they going to make a decision this week. Oh, are they? Yeah, this week. I have to snap up that news before you do. So maybe we'll be telling you this time next week, everyone. Anyway, as always, yes. it's an absolute pleasure entertaining you, boys and girls, out there. Please write in. Let us know your questions. We love answering them. But until next week, bye for now. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.